You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up? I'm Matt, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, brought to you by Sound Talent Media, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians, talk about their lives, music, and craft beer. I hope that you've been having a glorious week. I most certainly have been, because today marks the three-year anniversary of Vox and Hops. That's right. Three years ago, I released the very first three episodes of Vox and Hops. I remember that day very fondly, being very excited, very nervous, uh, wondering if I was prepared enough, wondering how people would receive this new project that I've been working so very hard on. And um, here I am now, three years later, over 300 episodes released uh, with artists from all across the globe, listeners from all across the globe. This is a truly glorious day. Now, before we jump into this epic epic episode where we're going to look back at the three years of Vox and Hops, I would just like to talk to you about a few little things. I have teamed up with Heavy Montreal to bring you Heavy Montreal Presents Vox and Hops Brutal Montreal, the very first edition of my Beer and Metal Fest. Here in Montreal, it's happening on December 17th at Corona Theater. My band, Cryptopsy, will be performing alongside The Agonist, The Great Sabatini, Necrotic Mutation, and Burning the Oppressor. We have a killer lineup of breweries that will have their products available for us to enjoy all night long, and that killer lineup includes BG, Brasserie Urbain, Masorum Brassatorium, Brasserie du Bas Canada, Cinquième Baron, Brasserie Sir John, and Brasserie de Montréal. I am just so damn excited to stand on that stage to look out at all of the Vox and Hops heads and metal heads in the crowd enjoying metal and craft beer at a live show. I, I just can't, can't wait. You can get your tickets right now, and you should get your tickets right now because it's going to sell out via the link in the description of this podcast. I am so, so excited for Heavy Montreal Presents Vox and Hops Brutal Montreal. Now, before we jump into today's episode, I would just like to ask you to follow the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast on the podcast platform of your choice. But more than that, I'm also asking you to tell your metalhead friend there's a metalhead friend that you have, that person that you know that plays in a band and tell them about the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast. You can tell them that there are over 300 episodes for them to go check out on their favorite podcast platform with some of the world's best metal musicians. If you were to encourage one of your friends to become a future Vox and Hops head, that would be something that I would truly appreciate. Now, get ready, everyone. This is Looking Back at the Three Years of Vox and Hops. This is episode number 303. I warn you, what you are about to hear is very disturbing indeed. Now, when I started Vox and Hops, uh, the very first person that I asked to be on my podcast was Danny Marino of The Agonist. I remember being very nervous asking him to be my first guest. I also remember being very nervous when I sat down to interview him at his house uh, three years ago. Back in August of 2018 is when this interview happened. Uh, but something that I wasn't ready to do was to actually record the intros. And I had no idea how to record an intro. I didn't know what that would mean. I didn't know what that would feel like. So I, I did it. And uh, it's uh, pretty cringy. Uh, but I got through it. And here is the very first intro to Vox and Hops. Episode number one. Enjoy. My first guest on the podcast was an easy choice. I went with one of my oldest friends, someone who I respect immensely, and his name is Danny Marino. 
Some of you know Danny Marino because he's from The Agonist, which is a metal band based out of here in Montreal, and we grew up in the local metal scene side by side. I wanted to start off this podcast endeavor with someone that I was extremely comfortable with, that I could, uh, you know, make mistakes and not be worried, and uh, I'm quite content with the final outcome. So uh, here is my conversation with Danny Marino. I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. Yeah, that was a pretty cringy, a very funny anecdote that happened this night of this episode was right before we started recording, Danny looked at me and he could tell that I was nervous and he said, dude, you've played Vakken, you can do this. And uh, that helped me calm down and uh, we had a great, great conversation and we've had many others since then. So massive cheers to Danny Marino for believing in me. And taking a chance of being the very first of the Vox and Hops alumni. Now, there was a lot of interesting things with that happened during my first year of Vox and Hops. But one of the most interesting and something that I thought was really a turning point, which is why I'm including it into this Looking Back episode, was when I got my first invitation to come and record interviews at a bar and that I would get free beer from it. Now, I never started Vox and Hops with the mentality of receiving free beer, but it definitely helped because uh, in the early days of Vox and Hops, it would be on location. I would go down there. I would bring my friend out to a bar and I would buy them a beer. I would buy their beer. I would buy my beer and I would record the interview and then I'd give them a T-shirt. So I did that with my good friend Andy Thomas, Black Crown Initiate at Le Saint-Buc, Brasserie Artisanale right before his gig at Fofon Electrique. And then after the interview, we posed for a picture of Andy holding up the shirt, and St. Buck saw that on social medias, and I got hit up and invited to, whenever I wanted to, have future interviews at St. Buck, they would hook me up with a free beer for me and my guest. And uh, if you are a fan of the podcast, you know that for the next year, every interview was basically at St. Buck, and now you know why. Here is a little intro as proof that that interview actually did happen at St. Buck and we had a great, great conversation. You should go back and check out that episode. What's up, everybody? Today I am at St. Buck and I'm with Andy Thomas from Black Crown Initiate. Yes, you are. Finally. Yes. This is like, I don't know, 10 longer months in the making. It's been a while. Yeah. How are you, brother? It's been a long time. I'm really good. I'm uh, on tour here uh, in Montreal. We play at the Electric Booty tonight. Yes. Yeah. That's what that means, right? Uh, that is that is exactly what that means. The Fofon Electric, the classic CBGBs of Montreal. Yeah. It's been around forever, and so is the sound Nirvana system. Nirvana played there, right? Uh, yes, Nirvana has played there, yes. Yes. It's cool. Now, when I started the podcast, and I knew I was going to start the podcast, I was just about ready to start the podcast. It was during the summer of 2018. Something huge that happened during that summer was I went to Heavy Montreal, and I went and saw my friends The Agonist perform. There's a bunch of other great bands that performed. I remember looking around that day and just taking in the magnitude of how huge this festival was and just how cool it was. And I had it in my mind that I was going to start this podcast, that it was going to work, and that next year, during 2019's Heavy Montreal Festival, I was going to be invited as media so that I can conduct interviews on site during that festival of 2019 which is exactly what happened. And one of the biggest interviews that I landed that I was the most nervous for was with Adam D of Killswitch Engage. And here is the intro to that very cool conversation, which I was extremely nervous for. Hey, what's up, everybody? Today we are at Heavy Montreal, and I'm with Adam D from Killswitch Engage. Howdy, howdy. Super excited to talk to you. 
when I saw this confirmation, I was like, this is fucking awesome. Cool. I came up with this idea a year ago at this festival. I was like in the beginning stages of launching this podcast. And I was like, next year, I'm going to be a media. And here I am doing fucking interviews with, as I mentioned before, I started recording one of the influencers to getting me to start to scream. So it's, it's fucking beautiful. I'm very happy. Uh, that's quite a, uh, uh, well, thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> you're very nice. I was- yep, yep, yep. As you can see, I was very nervous during that conversation. And uh, luckily, me and Adam did have a good conversation. And uh, he frequently wears his Vox and Hops alumni shirt uh, in a lot of press stuff. So I'm very, very stoked uh, about that. And uh, we did have another conversation afterwards just earlier this year and he was repping his Vox and Hops alumni shirt in that conversation so I love Adam D Uh, we really had a much more relaxed conversation the second time around meaning that I was far more relaxed because he's always relaxed. But I had so much fun at that Heavy Montreal Festival recording interviews. I actually recorded 18 of them over the course of three days. It was massive. I spent more time in the tent than anyone else, but it was worth all of that hard work. After Heavy Montreal, the next really, really cool thing that I set up was the one-year anniversary party for Vox and Hops. I remember going out to dinner with Jessica, my wife, and the producer of the podcast. It was for our anniversary. And as always, all of our romantic dinners ends up turning into business discussions and coming up with brainstorming ideas of how we could come up with cool things for the podcast. And it was that night at Pub Brewski that we decided that we were going to have a one-year anniversary party and that I was going to invite Lord Worm to come and be my guest for a live audience interview. Now, this is the only time that I've ever had the chance to conduct a live interview And man, was it amazing, and I can't wait to do it again. Here is a little bit of that conversation. Lord Worm was amazing. If you have not listened to that episode, it is easily one of my top five favorite Vox and Hops episodes because he's just amazing. Check it out. Ladies and gentlemen, Vox Hops alumni and Vox and Hops heads, Mr. Lord Worm. (laughs) We're drinking his beer. Got a name on it. Mine says Matt. (laughs) (laughs) As I mentioned, um, Lord Worm was the person I wanted to interview first because, unless you guys don't know this, I am the new singer of Cryptopsy. I've been there for over 10 years, and you were the first singer for Cryptopsy. You're just a kid. Only 10 years. (laughs) I think I did it for all of five. (laughs) You have a long way to go. (laughs) <laughs> Man, was he was just on fire that night. I had set up the chairs so that we'd be facing each other face-to-face with the audience to our side so that we could really connect. And when Lord Worm showed up before the audience showed up, he turned his chair towards the crowd. And at that moment, I knew... We were in for a show, and man, was it amazing. So much fun. Can't wait to conduct more live interviews as soon as I can. Now, Vox and Hops was on a roll. I was doing really well. I had interviewed basically over 120 of my friends. I had just started getting some requests in from publicists who had discovered the podcast and thought it was cool and were inviting me to connect with some of their artists when they came through Montreal. I only ever imagined doing Vox and Hops face-to-face with the artist. Doing it remotely is just something that I never, ever imagined doing. But then something happened, something called COVID-19 something that changed everything for the podcast, and I had to adapt, which I did, 
And the first interview that I booked and conducted for that was with Dustin Davidson of August Burns Red. And I got to tell you that it was a technical nightmare. Out of all the interviews that I've done remotely now on Zoom and on Skype, this was by far the worst. And when I finished it, I was like, oh, my God, is this the end of the podcast? How am I going to continue doing this with these circumstances, with these horrible, horrible internet conditions? I didn't understand. Uh, we ended up having a good conversation, and Dustin was really cool and uh, was very patient with the technical issues we were having. But I lost about half the episode, and it is what it is, and I would love to have Dustin back on. But this is what that very first Zoom interview started and sounded like. Hey, what's up, everybody? Today I'm with Dustin Davidson from August Burns Red. Uh, we are doing this each in the comfort of our own homes, which is very strange for a Vox and Hops. Normally we are in a crowded bar. It is before your show, and uh, we're sharing a craft brew together. But in the amidst everything that's going on with the COVID-19 virus, everyone has to stay home. So I said, why not just do some some zoom interviews and uh connect with some people that i might not actually have the chance to connect with so super stoked to be with you dustin let's start at the beginning a classic vox and hops question what is the soundtrack of your youth when you were growing up in your parents house what music was playing when you were not in control of the music so yeah it depends uh at a very very early age i got into music uh and i got into pop punk first so if you're asking the 13 year old me 14 year old me it was Blink-182, for sure. That's sort of what fueled my uh, just love for music at that age. And then it kind of progressed into heavier stuff as it went on. So it started with Blink and went into metal a couple of years after that. Yeah, that was just a disaster. I'm, I'm really happy that I've adapted since then. I've hardwired into my computer from my router. We got a little bit better internet. We, we definitely had to move towards updating stuff if we wanted to continue Vox and Hops remotely, which we have done, obviously, and I don't think I'm ever going to stop doing from now, which is funny because at the beginning, I would have never, ever done that. So I continued remotely throughout the whole pandemic. Uh, I was typically releasing two episodes a week up until the pandemic. Once the pandemic hit and I realized that I can talk to people all over the globe, I started conducting a lot of interviews to keep myself busy, to connect with my friends, and uh, that meant that I started releasing three episodes a week, and that can continued throughout most of the summer and then came time to plan the two-year anniversary episode for Vox and Hops. Now I had such a blast with Lord Worm for the one-year anniversary that I wanted to make it better to make it cooler and what more cooler way to do that than to realize an idea that I had when I started the podcast and that would be to have a roundtable discussion with all of Cryptopsy's vocalists. That's right Lord Worm, Mike DeSalvo, myself, Martin Lacroix, and just get into a room together and have a conversation about being Cryptopsy's vocalist and what that means to us and how that felt while we were the vocalists. But I want it to be like a real part of the conversation. I didn't want to have to ask the questions. I wanted to experience the whole thing. So I invited Bradley Zorgdrager of Banger TV, who is now a killer, killer manager for a bunch of bands. He's actually sending me artists to come onto the podcast now. I think that's amazing. Bradley came on and curated and hosted and uh, moderated this conversation. It was an absolute pleasure. We went for a good two hours and we continued at least for another hour afterwards. Once I stopped recording, it was an amazing, amazing night. This is me just thanking everyone for being there. I had such a blast and it was just amazing. You guys are amazing. This is a perfect way to celebrate the two-year anniversary of my podcast, Vox and Hops. 
I want to thank you all individually. Uh, Lord Worm, Mike DeSalvo, Martin Acquois, Bradley Zordrager, all Vox and Hops alumni coming together to celebrate the two-year anniversary for the podcast. I can't thank you enough. This was epic and amazing, something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. Yeah, this was absolutely just one of my favorite episodes to do. Uh, something that I wish that I could have done is obviously do this in person. I feel like uh, the technological side of it sort of created a bit of a barrier between some of us, and we could have been way more open and way more crazy had it been in person, but it was super, super fun nonetheless. Another amazing thing that happened during the pandemic was that on Thursday nights, I started hanging out with my friends on Zoom. I called it Thirsty Thursdays, and I invited basically everyone to join me. I invited Vox and Hops alumni, I invited my close personal friends, and eventually I just opened it up to the public. Throughout a whole year and more now, we hung out every Thursday. And uh, from that, we have formed the Thirsty Thursday Gang. And for the one-year anniversary of the Thirsty Thursday Gang, we created an episode where I asked members of the Thirsty Thursday Gang to send me audio messages of what the Thirsty Thursday Gang meant to them. And out of all the messages I received, the one that really hit home and just made me feel just so amazing was from my friend Colby. This is what Colby had to say. What's up, everybody? I'm Colby from Ottawa, and I'm a member of the Thirsty Thursday crew. The best part of Thirsty Thursday to me is the excitement leading up to each and every Thursday for the past year, knowing that you have something to do that week. I haven't been a part of every single virtual hang, but I haven't missed out on too many either. It's way too fun of a time to pass up. On top of that, it has also been a very difficult year for me and for everyone else during this pandemic, regardless of your situation and whatever has unfolded in your life during these stressful times. I can't thank Matt enough for starting the Thirsty Thursday virtual hangs, because at the end of the day, what's cooler than hanging out virtually with fellow craft beer snobs, metalheads, and your favorite musicians? Nothing. That's what. Matt has helped us stay safe and united for once a week for almost a year. Now that is fucking beautiful. Now all we got to do is keep that up. Thirsty Thursday has brought peace, love, tranquility, and a little bit more balance to my life once again. It's a gathering I look forward to each week where I can just relax and be myself and not need to worry about what's happening in the world too much. Even if you have something that you need to get off your chest, Thirsty Thursday is a place where you can feel comfortable doing that. Why? Because there's no judgment here, unless you really are just a terrible human being. But hey, that's why we have rules, right? At the end of the day, the topics of conversation sometimes can be pretty heavy, but we tend to stray away from that as much as possible and just bring that positive energy that we all need these days. The world can be pretty fucked up at times, but that's why we have each other and why we have Thirsty Thursday. Thirsty Thursday, to me, means love, it means friends, and most importantly, it means family. Where else could I have connected with all these amazing people during a pandemic? At a show? Nope. Out in public somewhere? Not really. What about on, online on a Zoom chat once a week? Fuck yeah, buddy. Back in the old days when we still got to get out and go to concerts, I frequently would go to Montreal for shows, sometimes even Toronto, because we all know there isn't much of a scene here in Ottawa unless you're into EDM or country, which isn't really my forte. But now with all the people I've met through Thirsty Thursday, there's going to be a worldwide fucking tour when this shit is over, baby. And I can't wait to meet all the new members of my family out in the world. It's going to be amazing. I love all of you guys so much. And I thank you all for being there for me and being there for everybody else this past year. And I'm happy to once again have more people in my life with the same interests. Life, 
metal, and craft beer. Cheers, Vox and Hops heads. Cheers to you, Matt, the Vox and Hops alumni, and the Thirsty Thursday crew, because without you guys, who knows where the fuck I'd be right now. It's absolutely amazing that me inviting people to hang out and enjoy beer with me, talk about metal on Zoom, has grown into such a beautiful community. Now that the world is opening up, people are visiting each other. There's been members that have gone down to Mexico to hang out with other members in Mexico City. Uh, Jerry Monk, the metal architect that curates all of my playlists, just came up here to Montreal and hung out with us. And a bunch of people from Ottawa, uh, Toronto, all came over and hung out with Jerry and the rest of us. We had a massive hangout for just about a week every night, taking care of Jerry, showing him what Montreal was like. It's just beautiful. I just can't wait to see... What more comes from this? The Thirsty Thursday gang is truly, truly amazing. And if you are not a part of it yet and you have not joined the Facebook group, the Vox and Hops Thirsty Thursday gang, you absolutely should because it's a beautiful, beautiful community full of amazing, amazing humans. I love them all. Hey, what's up, Fox and Hops heads? I just want to take a little moment about Cryptopsy's upcoming tours. That's right. I'm talking about the Scream of Perseverance tour and our headliner dates that coincide with that tour called As Summer Burns. The Scream of Perseverance tour is kicking off at the end of May and runs all the way until the end of June. We are supporting the mighty death to all. We are going all over the United States and we are hitting some of Canada. So excited to be honoring the legendary music of death alongside amazing musicians that performed on these albums. Even more stoked to be doing some headliner dates in some cities that I've actually never played in. If you are planning to come to any of these shows, you should definitely grab your tickets by going to voxandhops.com slash summer and you will be able to grab all of your tickets there. That's voxandhops.com slash summer. Do it, people. Come hang out with me. Enjoy life, metal, and craft beer in your hometown. Come to a show. We're going to have a great time. Now, enough about all of that. Let's get back to the episode. Now, there's a few amazing episodes that happened throughout the second year of Vox and Hops. One of them that I was the most nervous for and the most excited for was George Fisher, Corpse Grinder of Cannibal Corpse, of course. We had toured together back in 2016, but uh, we didn't really get to hang out that much. So we knew each other. We chatted a bit. But uh, George was a bit standoffish on that tour, so we didn't really get to hang out that, that much. So when I finally had a chance to get him on the podcast, I was super stoked. Now, we recorded at a different time than I normally do conduct interviews, and I had been sitting in my spot with my crazy wallpaper behind me, and I had left the blinds open in the window that is not next to me, but just diagonal from me. And the sun was setting, and it was coming into my eye the whole time, but I was very uncomfortable due to that. It felt weird. And I only had a 20-minute time window with George. It's one of those you had to pick a time slot and you had to abide by it because any minute that you go over, you're stealing time from another interviewer. And I would hate for someone to do that to me. Being very respectful, I wanted to stick to that. So if you go and watch the YouTube video of this, I did not interrupt George. I did not tell him to stop. You can just slowly see me moving further and further over to get the rays of light out of my face. I think it's hilarious, but 
it was a bit uncomfortable. Now that I know that happens, I just make sure all my blinds are closed so I can just completely focus on the person that's talking to me because that's the most important thing that I should be doing at that exact time. So here's a little bit of that conversation where I obviously talked about headbanging, even though I probably shouldn't have because everyone asks him about headbanging, but I headbanged just as hard as him. So I thought that it made sense. Well, it's kind of like how I approach getting on stage. I don't warm up or nothing. I mean, I really don't. Seriously, if I do this, with these headphones on, I can hear like little, but knock on wood, again, I don't have any uh, neck troubles or neck pains or anything. Um, I think maybe because of my style of headbanging, like I haven't had any of the issues that I think some other people have had, because mm-hmm. I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. I'm just doing circular motion. So, I mean, look. I people have asked me like what, what you know how'd you get your neck so big like like I've had security guards who aren't particularly fans of the band just asking how'd you get that neck so big and I'm like did you see the show and they said well I see it every once in a while I look back whipping your hair and I'm like that's it I don't put I've seen like and I get tagged in all these videos these guys at the gym you know yep. with you know, those straps on their necks and they're doing this weight I'm like I never did any of that my neck got big. Um, from just head spins. Now, the funny thing is about the time limit that I had with him is as soon as we finished the conversation, he told me that he had nothing afterwards. He had pushed something and we could have kept going and he offered to keep going. But I felt that I had a beautiful conversation that I wanted to share, which is what I did. And I know that me and George will hang out again. Now, one of my favorite, favorite episodes that I have released recently is a very, very interesting conversation that I had with Bolt from Blood Red Throne. Now, Bolt had been enjoying craft beers throughout the whole day before sitting down with me. And I think with maturity as an interviewer, I was more prepared to have that conversation versus had I just started because I probably would have been wary about interviewing someone that was a little bit inebriated. But I was very gentle with him and we had a very, very beautiful conversation where he opened up about stuff that he's never spoken about publicly being friends with Bolt from before everything that happened with BlastFest. When I heard what happened with BlastFest, I was obviously very curious as to what happened. So I had to ask the questions. I wanted to ask the questions. I needed to know the answers. Luckily, Bolt was open and he was just so very honest. And it's one of the most beautiful episodes that I've ever done. And it was only a few episodes ago. And I'm grateful that even after three years, I can still have these amazing conversations that surprise me. Check out how honest Bolt was right here. Oof, uh, I never talked about this, so so it's it's uh, this is a real topic for me, you know. Um, yes or no? I do try when I meet bands that I don't know where I have them. I, I actually just walk over and say, like, do we have a problem? Do you really? Really? Yeah, I I tried it because I went through so much shit. Man, I just, every time I hear that, I get chills and goosebumps. I I love, love hearing people open up. And I love the feeling of them trusting me and knowing that they're in safe hands and that I'm going to take care of them as my guests. I think it's just amazing that with a track record of three years, that people trust Vox and Hops to do the right thing when it comes to releasing content. And now I'm someone that always wants to create more, to to find new projects, to expand the concept of what Vox and Hops is. 
And uh, one of those concepts came up in my mind as I was saying goodbye to Sam Dunn of Banger Films. Huge fan of Sam Dunn. Another interview that I was extremely nervous to conduct. Luckily, he was super cool, open, and a fan of the podcast already. So when we wrapped up, I pitched him this. Uh, Sam, thank you so, so much for taking the time to hang out with me. I truly, truly appreciate it. Uh, Huge fan of what you're doing. Uh, Keep going. Keep growing keep releasing amazing things about music and metal and uh, maybe you could do something about craft beer one day let's do it i'm game always in (laughs) cheers thanks matt cheers now how cool would that be we do like a craft beer and metal themed banger films tv show a pilot let's just start with a pilot sam i'm super down if you guys like this idea make sure to write some messages to banger films and tell them that you'd love to have a vox and hops tv show on the banger films youtube channel now since we're approaching the end of this episode and i'm looking forward upon the fourth year of vox and hops there are some guests that have escaped me some guests that i've never had the chance to have a conversation with now if any of you know me very well uh, you know that i am a huge huge mike Patton fan i've been a fan of his since the late 1990s early 2000s when i really discovered how to push my voice to the extremes it was mike Patton that was that influence so i have had the opportunity to have conversations throughout the past year with three people that are in projects with Mike Patton. So I have been saying that I'm circling Mike Patton, and here are those three people. Hey, what's up, everybody? Today I'm with Trey Spruance of Mr. Bungle, Secret Chief 3. I am uh, super, super stoked to be with you. I have been a fan for, for as long as I've been listening to music, uh, late 1990s. Hey, what's up, everyone? Today I'm with Dwayne Denison of The Jesus Lizard and Tomahawk. Dwayne, I'm super stoked to be with you. Let's. Hey, what's up, everyone? Today I'm with JP, Justin Pearson of The Locust uh, Swing Kids. He runs 31G Records. He's also in Dead Cross. Justin, how are you doing? So as a goal for the fourth year of Vox and Hops... I would love to interview Mike Patton. Is it going to happen? I don't know, but I'm putting it out there into the universe because I would absolutely love for that to happen. If it doesn't, did I fail? No, because there's always the fifth year. I like putting things into the universe because once they're out there, they're out of my mind and the potentiality of it occurring is more probable, just like something that happened this past summer. I created a crazy project called Brutal North America where I paired 22 breweries with 22 Vox and Hops alumni to create unique beers that were released all across North America. Crazy project. Very happy that I did it. The amount of connections and happy people, happy metalheads, happy beer fans just made my day. I absolutely love what I created there. When I was wrapping up the episode, the This Is Brutal North America episode, I said these words. Next year... Brutal North America, if everything goes well, will be some shows. I'm looking forward to that. And now look what's happening in Montreal, December 17th. We have Heavy Montreal Presents, Vox and Hops, Brutal Montreal, the very first edition of a beer and metal fest here in Montreal. See, people, you you have to put your dreams out there. If you don't put your dreams out there, they will not occur. If you don't believe in them, no one else will believe in them. So I'm just so excited that Brutal Montreal is happening. It's the first step to making many other dreams a reality. And that's it. Here we are. The end of this looking back at three years of Vox and Hops episode. 
I'm just so happy and grateful that I get to do this, that I get to have conversations with musicians from across the globe, to make friends with so many people from across the globe, to have people listen to the podcast from across the globe. I am just so, so lucky. Vox and Hops would not exist without the help of my wife, Jessica Buckingham, the producer of the podcast. She is the one that makes all of my crazy ideas make sense. I want to give a shout out to Sound Talent Media for supporting the podcast, to Heavy Montreal for believing in me, to the Vox and Hops Thirsty Thursday gang for supporting me and encouraging me and just being so damn cool, to my music review crew for writing killer reviews every single week. Shout out to Jimbo, to Wooderson, to Evan and Philip of the Whispers from the Void podcast, and to Jerry Monk, the Metal Architect. Extra shout out to Jerry for curating the Brutal Awakenings playlists. Huge shout out to Chris Kells, my video content director, and to Mihaela Petrescu and Franz Hattin for taking killer, killer photographs for Vox and Hops. And also... Extra shout out to Philip Brusso for writing amazing music whenever I need him and for some visual design help. I absolutely am grateful and super stoked to have you all in my life. And an extra, extra shout out to Philip Ivanovic for doing all of these crazy drawings for me whenever I throw these crazy ideas at him. He always knows what to do. So it's a pleasure to have worked with all of you. To all the breweries that believe in Vox and Hops, that have collaborated with Vox and Hops, that have made Vox and Hops collabs. I love you. Thank you so much for believing in the podcast. There would be no podcast. There would be nothing without all of you. I just greatly, greatly, greatly want to thank each and every one of you. Hey, thank you all so, so much for listening right today. And you know that I love and appreciate that. This was a very cool episode to do. It's nice to go back and look at things over the course of three years. It's strange that I live week by week, episode by episode, so close to the material that when you look back at things from a distance, you can almost realize that you've actually accomplished something. So I'm very, very stoked to have reached three years with amazing people like yourself listening right now. The sky is the limit. Thank you so, so much for being a part of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, you should sign up to the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast mailing list. You can do that on my website, voxandhops.com. That's V-O-X-A-N-D-H-O-P-S.com. And when you do that, you shall receive one email a week containing all of the details of everything that has happened throughout the past week in the world of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast. There's just so, so much going on in the world of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast. I would hate for you to miss a single thing. So please sign up to that mailing list. The Vox and Hospital podcast is brought to you by Sound Talent Media. I hope you have a glorious weekend. I will be back next week with one episode. But until then, remember to enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. Cheers, Vox and Hops hits. Hello, everybody. I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan. And this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, 
We think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on The Corner of Gray Street.